lovely welcome to the balance boss podcast i hope you're having a lovely morning or afternoon or evening whatever you're doing bit of a different setup today i'm in the living room which is strange for me i'm normally in the office when i do this but i'm in the house on my own um, milo's here he's asleep next to me and it's actually almost his dinner time milo's my cat by the way if you don't know who milo is he's my devon rex he's my he's just the love of my life <laughs> sorry Matt. My, my boyfriend won't listen to this so it's it's okay um and he usually has his dinner soon so i'm hoping he doesn't wake up and start crying um but if he does you'll be able to hear him um so in this episode today i'm here to talk about something that crops up over and over and over again in business and that is confidence and just to give you my story with confidence I've never thought of myself as a very confident person and I think it's because I'm I'm naturally quite introverted when I was a kid my mum says that I was like hyper there's videos and pictures of me like on holiday dancing on the stage just being the center of attention absolutely loving it and I just don't even recognize that person because that's just not who I am (laughs) now I'm I'm naturally quite introverted I think I'm described a lot as an adult as being shy and I think that's quite um it's quite a fitting description I would say for someone who maybe doesn't know me um and before I understand understood confidence like I understand it now I thought that these traits these adult traits that I've got kind of meant that I wasn't confident or meant that I couldn't be confident and it did impact a lot of things that I did or didn't do it did hold me back me thinking that I wasn't confident I didn't go for a lot of things that I could have gone for because of that idea of lack of confidence um it's changed as I've got older and I've definitely taken more risks even when I haven't felt confident in them I've definitely taken more risks and I've done more things that you would describe as confident but you know I, I I get I get where it comes from where we think that we're not confident if you know we're not the loudest person in the room or we don't love being the center of attention or we're not super super sociable um, and I think it's just because just as a as a society we we inter- we misinterpret what confidence is we don't really understand what confidence is we don't get taught what confidence actually is and how to build it and I think a lot of people see confidence as um, almost like the either the volume of a person's voice or the volume of a person's like body language or behaviour or or actions. So you know, if you're at a wedding, for example, there might be a kid dancing in the middle of the dance floor, and you know, absolutely loving the attention, no shame at all, um, no fear of judgment or anything like that. And people might say, oh, you know, she's so confident, or he's so confident, or you know, someone who can sing to a crowd, someone who can do maybe stand-up comedy, um, someone who's super sociable, super outgoing, you know, the you know, the loudest person in the room, I think would often be described as confident. And I think that given that's and like helped us almost misinterpret what confidence is. Um, so if if you don't have those traits, you know, you might feel like you're just not a confident person. You might say you're not a confident person. You might you might move as if you're not a confident person. You might hold back because you feel like you're not a confident person. 
and you might think that confidence just wasn't something you were born with so you know in order to be more confident you might think you know well I'm not a confident person so if I want to become a confident person then I need to change my personality or I need to change who I am and there's nothing wrong with changing your personality you know I read an amazing book by a psychologist who I really admire I love his stuff is called Ben Hardy and he's got a book called Personality is Not Permanent and it's a really 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 good book I highly recommend it and it, it's all about how you're not stuck as the person you are and how you can become the person you want to be and I where and it's talks about the science behind how our personality is not set and when people think you know your personality is almost ingrained in you and you are who you are and you can't really change that and you know people say that as well about themselves like you know this is who I am I can't change and actually that's not true so you know there's nothing wrong with wanting to change your personality and you can change your personality but you know you don't have to change your personality to go from not feeling confident to feeling confident it's actually not about your personality most people don't realize that building confidence is actually a skill you know it's not a personality trait it's not something to do with your behavior it's actually a skill that you can build and most people can learn a new skill if you're able to access and listen to this podcast you can become more confident you have the ability to to build those skills and even before you know you take any action on this just thinking about confidence as a skill rather than a personality trait I think makes it much more accessible to people because you know, you know you can learn a skill, you've shown yourself you can learn a skill. And I think if you think of it as a personality trait or something that's ingrained in you, that's much more difficult to change um, than, than it is to build a skill. So I think even just changing your perspective of what confidence is and how confidence is built, it has a massive impact on <clears throat> on your confidence to, to actually go ahead and try and build those skills so I think just even as a starting point just just reframing your idea around what confidence is and understanding it as a skill that you can build will be a massive help and you know if you're kind of skeptical about confidence being a skill if you're thinking okay I don't really understand this I still think it's a personality trait I just want you to think about something that you do now on a regular basis that you once couldn't do so I really like to use driving as an example for this because most people can drive. So if you're reading this and you can drive and you drive most days, you know, just think about the very first time you step foot in that car, in that learner car. Think about the first time, you know, you found the bite, <laughs> checked your mirrors, you put it in gear, you found your bite and you were rolling down the road. Think of the first time you stalled. Think of the first time, you know, you had to reverse or you tried to park. How scary was that? How abnormal did that feel? Like, I remember when I first started my driving lessons and it wasn't something I was scared to do. It was something I was actually dying to do and I did it as soon as I was old enough to. Like, as soon as I turned 17, I think it was even within like a week or two weeks, I was in the car doing my driving lessons and I just remember how bizarre and unnatural it felt to to be in control of a moving car like the car felt so it was only a small car the car felt so big it felt so heavy it felt so loud like the power under my feet and the pedals and I was barely even moving it was such an abnormal feeling and now to be fair I've been driving for a very long time (laughs) but you know not even that long after passing my driving test 
it just it becomes second nature you know you kind of drop a lot of the things that you were taught you start driving with one hand you know you start driving eating a sandwich (laughs) or drinking a coffee if you just think about when you drive now you go completely on autopilot you don't have to think of it you don't have to think mirror signal maneuver you don't have to think about your bite you probably very rarely stall you know, to go from that first driving lesson to where you are now, the reason you're so confident is because you've been building that skill of driving over numerous months or years. You know, that is a skill that you've built. And if you're not a driver, you have no idea what I'm talking about. If you, you know, you run a, you have a business now, you might have a new business and you might remember being employed. You might actually still be employed and be doing a bit of both. Just think about when you were doing a job that you were so competent at and you were so experienced in that you could literally do it with your eyes closed. Like it was no longer difficult, it was no longer a challenge. It actually probably got quite boring because you were just used to doing the same thing all the time. And it wasn't it wasn't stimulating for you because it was so easy. And then if you think about when you very first started that job, how nerve-wracking it was, how you had to get used to maybe a new system, um, how you had to get used to working within a new team, new rules, new standards, new clients, whatever it might be, whatever you used to do. You know, you didn't have a clue what you were doing when you started. So you were probably quite worried. You were probably quite nervous. You probably didn't have a lot of confidence in a lot of the things that you were doing. But then by the time you left or where you are now, you could do it with your eyes closed. Again, that's got nothing to do with your personality. That's got everything to do with the fact that you've been building skills in that business and you've been repeating those skills for for a length of time that you're now just super confident in what you're doing and they're just examples and proof of how confidence building is a skill and you know it's not a personality trait and you can build confidence in pretty much anything just like you build confidence as a driver just like you build confidence in your job or in your business you can build confidence in the things that you're struggling with now or the things that you're avoiding now and The way you can do this is by implementing this formula that I'm sharing with you today. So when I teach this or when I share this, I usually have a visual aid. So because this is a podcast, there's no visual aid, but I want you to just use your imagination. So I want you to imagine, because I do do love a visual, anyone who does, you know, any training or anything with me, I always have visuals. (laughs) I'm a very visual person. So I want you to imagine four circles and they're in the shape of a diamond so if you imagine these circles were on a clock for example you'd have one at 12 o'clock one at three o'clock one at six o'clock and one at nine o'clock so you've got four in a diamond shape and between the circles you've got arrows so you've got an arrow pointing to each circle so you've got arrows linking them together and they're going in a clockwise position So what we're visualising here is a cycle. We're visualising four points in a cycle and each circle represents one of those points. And all of the circles together with the arrows represents the cycle. And this is the cycle of building confidence. So in that top circle at 12 o'clock, you've got the word action. At the three o'clock circle, so the next one to the right, you've got competence. And then down to six o'clock, you've got self-belief. And then up to nine o'clock you've got confidence and then we go again to action this super simplified is the cycle of building confidence 
So building confidence with something always starts with taking action. Always, always starts with taking action. And then what happens is once you've taken action, you build competence in that thing. So competence is essentially like how good you are at it. So every time you do an action, every time you do a thing, you become more competent at it, you become better at it, you essentially become more skilled at that thing. When you start building competence, when you start getting better at something, that's when you start building self-belief. So you start believing more and more that, you know, you're able to do that action because you've shown yourself that it's something you're skilled in. And then from that self-belief, you have confidence. So think back to those driving tests. Every, the more and more and more you did your driving tests, the more competent you became as a driver, the better you became as a driver. And then the better you became as a driver meant that you believed in yourself more and more. Every time you got out of that car after a, a driving test, unless something awful had happened, <laughs> every time you got out of that car and you were a little bit better at driving than last time, you believed in yourself a little bit more than you did last time. And then over time, you started to build more and more confidence in yourself as a driver because you kept taking yourself through that cycle. You know, no one has one driving lesson and then passes the test. You have a number of driving lessons. You might, you know, people in the UK tend to have driving lessons over, you know, a year even um, before they pass their driving test. So if you think about how many times you did those driving lessons, how many times you went through that cycle when you were doing your driving lessons to become a confident driver you know it was numerous times it wasn't something that happened straight away and so this is the cycle of building confidence and with it being something that starts with action this is why watching people doing it does isn't working so there might be something in your business now where you're thinking i wish i was more confident at that Maybe you wish you were more confident with running trainings or masterclasses. Maybe you wish you were more confident on social media. Maybe you wish you were more confident with technology. Maybe you wish you were more confident with making decisions even. The temptation to help build confidence to do these things is to watch other people do it. And when you watch other people do things that you want to be more confident in, it will definitely inspire you and it will probably motivate you and it will probably help you in a way that you might get some tips on how to do things in certain ways but it's not going to make you confident as a person to do those things and this is why scrolling through Instagram watching other people doing what you want to do listening to other people talking about what you want to do isn't actually helping you do it it's not actually helping you be more confident in it because you're not the person taking the action, you're just watching other people take an action, you're probably inspired to to try something more, or to do something more, you probably feel like a little bit motivated to do something after watching someone else, but it's not confidence, that's not confidence, and it's not something that lasts, motivation doesn't last, inspiration doesn't last, and it's also why basing your confidence on something external also doesn't work, So if you're someone who said before, you know, I'll be confident in this when, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) You know, I'll be confident when I get more clients. I'll be confident when I have more money. 
you know, I'll be confident when I have a better website. It doesn't work like that because there's no there's no action involved with thinking about your confidence. There's no action involved with <clears throat> basing your confidence on something external that doesn't involve you showing yourself that you're competent and and you believing in yourself. And it this is a trap I think that so many people get caught in and this is why people don't take action and this is why people are frozen in fear. It's why people are not making progress. It's why a lot of small business owners aren't building momentum because they're not taking action and because they're not taking action they're not building confidence. So if you think about all the things that you feel confident doing now you're probably you know you're probably good at them you're probably skilled at them and we're very rarely confident in things we're not good at and it is because of this cycle because you've not become competent so you've not built confidence and the things that you are confident in the reason you're good at them is because you've gone through that cycle of building competency and building self-belief so even in the things that you do on a day-to-day basis that you can think of now that you're confident in there's a reason you're good at it and there's a reason that you're not confident in the things that you're not good at and it's because of this cycle and you know sometimes we stop doing the things that we're not good at because we're not good at them so you know it, it feels it feels scary and it feels uncomfortable but it's not a surprise that we don't build confidence in these things and we don't get better at them because we avoid them Okay, so it all starts to come together and it all starts to make sense why this cycle is so important if you want to build confidence. So I want to help you now before we finish on giving you some actions that you can take to actually start building confidence in the things that you're not feeling confident in right now. So I've got a few steps for you to take action on. And if you're listening to this, like in the car or on a walk, you might not be able to, you know, make a note of these steps, but, you know, you can listen back to this when you get in. And I want you to write down these actions. So, first of all, I want you to reflect on how you're managing your business right now or how you're growing your business right now. I can pretty much guarantee that there's ways you're procrastinating at the moment. There's things you're avoiding out of fear or out of discomfort. And that's, they're things that you don't feel confident in. And they're things that you're not going to feel confident in if we don't follow these steps. So first of all, I want you to just reflect and I want you to think about what those things are. And I want you to identify those things and write them down. Write down as many of them as you can think of. So, you know, how are you procrastinating? And when you are procrastinating, what is it that you're actually avoiding? People think procrastination is laziness. It's absolutely not. Um, it's a method, you know, it, it's it's psychological. It's a method we use to avoid the things that we're scared of or to, to avoid the things that might bring us discomfort. Procrastination is a way of keeping us safe. It's not laziness. Um so whenever you find yourself procrastinating it's because you're avoiding something to keep yourself safe or you're avoiding something that makes you uncomfortable or something that you don't want to face 
So if you can identify times when you're procrastinating, you'll be able to identify underneath that things that you're avoiding. So I want you to identify those things. And then I want you to just choose one of them. Maybe start with something that, you know, is maybe the least scary. And I want you to schedule a time to do that thing. And I want you to be accountable to it by either sharing it publicly or sharing it with someone you work with, family member, friend, or even with me. And this is different depending on, it'll be different for different people depending on what that thing is. But I want you to try and commit to it in some way. So it might not be something that you can like specifically schedule, but at least do something where you can commit to doing it in some way. And then I want you to plan in ways that you can start to face the fear of this thing. Um, that might not necessarily be that thing directly, but might build up other skills and competency and other areas that work up to the thing itself. So as an example, if you're someone who knows that going live on Instagram and being more visible is going to help you build stronger connections, build authority, potentially make more sales, grow your account, wherever it might be, whatever your goal is, but the idea just absolutely terrifies you, this is a really good example of how you can implement this. So you can start by doing things that work you up to that moment. You can do Instagram stories. So you might commit yourself to doing three Instagram stories a week where you're actually talking on your story. You know, it might be a quick Q&A. It might be just a life update. It might be a sale. Um, wherever it might be, you know, you can commit yourself to doing that, say three times a week. It might be that you do some video reels it might be a couple of video reels where you're giving someone, you know, you're giving your audience a tip or um, you're talking about a specific topic or it might be something like a voiceover reel where you're showing, demonstrating or giving some sort of tutorial um, over a video of something else. So these are just little ways that you can start building competency in showing your face, using your voice, public speaking building you up to doing that live you know you can be a guest on someone else's instagram live so you have someone to share the space with so all the spotlight isn't on you you might have a guest on your instagram live so you might ask them questions so most of the heat is on them it might be the other way around you might have someone asking you questions on their instagram live um you might be a guest on a podcast or a youtube channel or something just something that helps build you up to doing the thing that you're scared of and doing the things that the thing that you're not confident in yet and then after doing these things after building competence in these similar things you'll already feel more confident to do the big thing and then the big thing will still be scary by the way but then at least when you do the big thing you already go in feeling more confident because you've built up some of that those skills in other areas that are similar and then repeat that thing. So then if you commit yourself to go on live on Instagram, maybe commit yourself to go on live on Instagram every other week. Then it can be every week. So you can always build it up. And as you know, the more you do something, the easier it gets, the less scary it becomes, the more normal it feels. And the more you do it, the better you'll become at it as well. And then as we know, that's what will help you build that confidence. So you want to be repeating it regularly if you want to build confidence and 
you know just re remember this is skill building so no one expects you to be perfect at it straight away no one expects you to be a master of it or you know for it to be really good it's not going to feel amazing it's probably going to feel quite uncomfortable straight away but you know you will build that muscle you will build that skill over time and even you know you might even do it and think actually that wasn't that bad I can do that again <laughs> in which case you don't even have to keep going through this cycle over and over again you you know you're you'll just be comfortable doing it again in the future because you've shown yourself actually I'm I've done this for the first time and I'm quite good at this so it could just be a massive confidence boost you know you never know you never know what's going to happen but if you want to find out what's going to happen and you at least want to be in with a chance of building confidence you have to just try you have to just put yourself out there and try these things and just see what happens you know if you do something like that it's not the end of the world you're not going to be cancelled you know you're not going to do anything you know any detrimental damage by doing these things we make out we're in our own world and and these things just feel so much more precious and so much more scary to us than and real and serious to us than they do to anyone else you know if you do a live or an instagram story and it, it wasn't the best it's okay because you can just get rid of it and it's okay because not everyone in the world's going to see it. Not even everyone on your Instagram is going to see it. Okay, it's it's not as big as it feels. So that's what I want you to do. That's what I want you to try. If there's something that you know you're avoiding, that you're procrastinating on, that you don't feel confident in, if you watch people do things and think, oh, I wish I had the confidence to do that. You can have the confidence to do that, but you have to just do it first. You have to do it first. It might feel like a vicious cycle, but it's a cycle that will get you there. You will build confidence by just doing the damn thing. Um, and if you want some accountability, um, you can message me. So DM me at underscore the balance boss. Let me know what it is that you're trying to build confidence in and what your plan is. And, you know, keep me updated throughout your journey and I can help keep you accountable as well. And I always love to hear that people are putting these things into action because it shows me that, you know, people are listening and it's helping people, which is the whole point. Um, I hope this was helpful for you. And, you know, if it was, I'd love if you can just take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on your story. If you can tag me at underscore the balance boss, that would be even better so I can reshare it. And, you know, what it does is it just, it helps this podcast get out to more people. You know, I don't, I don't make money out of this podcast. You know, it's here to help people. And it just means that I can help more people um, through you. So you're also helping more people as well. Um, and yeah, I just, I really hope this can help you build confidence. Honestly, if someone told me a few years ago that I would have a podcast, that I would be delivering masterclasses, that I would be coaching people, that I would be on Instagram doing what I'm doing, I literally just wouldn't believe you because I would just think that's not me. That's not my personality. Like that's, that's not who I am. I just don't have the confidence to do that. But honestly, this just doesn't, if we're thinking about personality, what I do as a job in terms of like putting myself out there and you know being a leader and doing these trainings it just it actually just doesn't really fit my personality at all so you know please please don't use your personality as a reason to hold yourself back you can be shy you can be introverted you know you can be more timid you don't have to be the loudest person in the room you know you can be quiet you can be quietly confident in these things okay so 
don't write yourself off and go and build that confidence and um, thank you so much have a lovely rest of the day or evening whatever it is that you're doing and I will see you in the next episode bye